Welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I'm Clint. Welcome to Locked On Bulldogs, your team, three times a week right now during the offseason. And it is technically still the offseason because there's no actual camps happening. Uh, but that will hopefully soon change. When the season comes back, we'll be to five times a week. Uh, Daniel and I enjoy being here. I know sometimes we give the impression that we're curmudgeoning old men, which is Two, again, two things. That's accurate. Be, uh, That's also accurate. Yeah. Two things can be true at the same time. We're famous for saying so. So we are curmudgeoning mm-hmm. old men, and yet we're glad to be here with you. We're excited. We because, are because we're huge fans of UGA. You're huge fans of UGA, and our job is to make you better fans and nothing else. We don't we don't get caught up in anything else, Daniel. No guru ness. Uh, sometimes nope. we get caught up in robes, but that's a separate segment well, that will come down the road. That's a separate matter altogether, to be yeah. honest with you. that darn near a separate podcast, just <laughs> us really, getting caught up in robes, it really is. staring into the flame <laughs> of a candle. That's but right. uh, look, we're Georgia fans. You're Georgia fans. We're glad that you're here. Thanks for downloading the show. Thanks for listening to the show. We know it's been on a long off season. The um, we didn't get to see the Georgia Bulldogs basketball team go on the epic SEC tournament NCAA tournament run that we know that they were going to go on uh, to hold us over this football offseason. So the football offseason has been even longer. There has not been spring practice. There has not been um, any camp activity as of yet to speak of. So we know the offseason is long, but we're glad that you're here. Thanks for. Uh, sticking with us. Thanks for sticking with the podcast. We're going to get through it together, as we have said over and over again. So, um, uh, download the show, subscribe to the show, leave us a rating, leave us a review. Email us lockedonbulldogs at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at dogs podcast if you have thoughts, opinions, questions, comments, concerns. If you like the show, leave us a five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would help us out a tremendous amount. Today, not going to, um, uh, not going to delay any longer. Not going to prolong the intro. Not going to prolong any longer than we have to. A um, uh, couple of a uh, couple of newsworthy items that yeah. just to touch on as we have gone uh, through this week. Um, uh, first one, maybe we'll start here. Clint Devon Wilson, yep, uh, star position player, corner uh, corner member of the secondary. I don't know what you call him. Is he a corner? If he plays star. I think he's technically a corner, yes. He's a corner in my mind if he plays star. Um, Famously had the most um, Three Stooges-esque interception that I've ever seen in a football game where he dribbled it 25 yards down the field. Uh, He did a a spin move. He went through the legs. Uh He crossed somebody over. And uh, then eventually fell down with the ball, completing an interception. Devon Wilson transferring Correct. from the University of Georgia. Not a ton of information as to why he's transferring. He wants to be closer yeah. to home. I think during this uh, situation is what he said. So name going in the transfer portal. I can't imagine if there's a season he's going to be on a football team this I, season, though. Is this I like can't. a year off? Is he taking a year off? I can't imagine Anything other than I don't, that, Daniel. I don't understand sometimes the timing of these transfers. Like it, I'm not trying to throw this out there into the world and okay. and potentially sound like I'm trying to speak ill about a kid because, again, famously, we're not here to bag on 19 year olds' decisions no. about where they go to college. But when you transfer at this moment, 
Like, why? What? There's got to be something we don't know that has happened or is happening or has happened or will happen. Like, right? Am I totally wrong about that? That's immediately where my brain goes. If somebody transfers a week after the bowl game, yeah, I get you, bro. Like, I have fun, do your thing. Like, you know, that was basically Jamie Newman's situation. That was Justin Fields' situation to, to go to a Georgia player. Like, played out the season, and then the season ends, and then you announce that you're transferring, and then you go play for another team. That's that's. It's like two weeks until camp is supposed to start. It's right. like a month until the season's supposed to start. That's weird. Look, I think I think it's as simple as this, Daniel, and I and I don't mean to try to oversimplify things. Please and explain I'm, it to me. I'm talk not. to me like I'm four years old. <laughs> Mommy gives me money for a lemonade stand. <laughs> and look, I'm not. I am not speaking ill of Devon Wilson. Okay, that's that's not what I'm here about. What I'm about to do, I am about to tell you, just matter of factly. <laughs> Uh, that this, these are kids we're dealing with still. I'm not, I'm not calling him a little kid, but we, I am talking about somebody who is not out in the, in the world, in the job force or out in the, you know, I'm talking about a sure. person who is, okay. You add COVID on top of that. You yep. add, you add already a time in which he had to watch as he got injured with a torn ACL and had to watch a season, not, not performing and not playing. Okay. Then mm-hmm. you add what could amount to be a, a transcendent star in one Mr. Ringo. All right. Oh, hello. You oh. got you got Eric Stokes. You got Tyreek Stevenson. You got mm-hmm. DJ Daniel. You got Tyson Campbell. You got Mark Webb. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a loaded secondary. Oh, it's loaded. Okay. So I got a kid away from home in the midst of a pandemic who has already experienced what it's like being on the sideline and not playing and not participating and emotions run high in decisions like this. Daniel, I think it's just as simple as kids just wanted to go home and a chance to play. I, I think it's as simple as that. Yeah. I wonder if he, if he views himself more as like an outside corner and he's never going to get that shot at Georgia, if he views himself more as a safety and he's never going to get that shot at Georgia. And so it could definitely be that. I mean, he was getting playing time. Oh, he played last year. You, you could be absolutely right that it, he wants more than playing time, that he wants a spot that yes. is his, and he's not going to have that at Georgia. No. You look at Tyreek Stevenson and Keela Ringo coming up, two of the more talented secondary players that Georgia has ever recruited, and they are coming along right after, like right up the pipeline. So, yeah, I think I think you end up with a situation where Devon Wilson could have could have just simply wanted uh, a little bit more playing time or yep. maybe maybe you're right Clint maybe he just wanted to be a little closer to home um, uh, all right we got we got other things that we're gonna talk about um, we we read some dumb stuff on the internet we, we're gonna get to um, we got lots uh, to get to and we're gonna get to it right after this but first but Daniel, first your your favorite place to get parts let's talk, online let's talk about the 2005 honda odyssey 2005 for a second, honda because odyssey that we got running smooth timing belts replaced it, mm-hmm. is that it, because we paid high dollar it's now it's now morphed by the way this 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 ad read has morphed into as if we co-own a car together yes we do like this, Daniel and I are this 2005 honda odyssey 
has become our car, though we live uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of miles apart. Daniel, like, are restoring a 2005 Honda Odyssey. And thanks to rockauto.com, they're helping us do so. I don't know why we love – look, don't, don't question where a man's love comes from. So, Daniel, I appreciate the subtle design lines of the Honda Odyssey. So is Not that wrong? The the early two thousands Honda Odyssey. The new Odyssey's garbage. Garbage. Don't even okay. look at it. I'm going, Don't even look we, at it. We are we are restoring thanks again to rockauto.com. We are doing all of this with great prices. All the parts our car could ever need, ever want. It comes it, they get confused because we're to ship it. They're shipping it to two different states right now. That's uh, right. It's, like what is this? Where is this car? Well, I'm building the back half of it. Clint's building the front half of it. We're going to join them together. But look, you could take your, you could go to a, a, an auto parts store. Sure. You could uh, take your car into a, you know, into a mechanic. But you're going to spend a fortune at either of those places. Maybe it's not going to f- be fixed well. Maybe it's not going to be fixed right. But if you want to guarantee that you're going to get the right pr- the the right part at the best price. Then there's one place to go. You go to rockauto.com. I don't know how to say it more enthusiastically, Clint. You go to rockauto.com. That's where you go. That's where you go. And you're going to get it shipped right to your house. It's going to be great. It's going to be the part that you need at all times. If you haven't done so already, rockauto.com. Let them know we sent you by putting in locked on into the comment section when you check out. Clint, sometimes the internet is full of uh, dumb stuff. Hey-o. And by sometimes, I mean since its invention. Do you realize like, that the internet never ever sleeps? So while you're sleeping and recharging your batteries, mm-hmm. the stupid stuff continues to produce itself. It's just spawning. Yeah. Just a cesspool of toxic waste and dumb stuff to be read. Uh, now, Clint, um, we love lists. Okay. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good list? Don't, don't we? Um, and and before the college football season, the some of the best lists are the preseason top twenty-five lists. All right. Now some of these preseason top twenty-five lists you immediately throw straight out the window. Okay. okay. I'm looking at you, ESPN. Hey-o. All right. Like not interested in uh, in your opinion or what you have to say. There are some. I don't know if you feel this way, Clint, but there are some. Uh, preseason lists especially that that tend to catch my eye and one of them is phil Steele. phil Steele puts out uh he puts out the i'm not gonna say it's the best because it's not but it is the densest college football preview magazine that exists and if you're not a person who still buys college football preview magazines the actual paper copy of the magazine then um Look, I get that like you can go digital for most anything in the world, and you should, but not the college football preview magazine, Clint. You need the paper copy, okay? To have it. And you need it to have tiny little grains of sand in between the pages because you're reading it on the beach, Clint. That's the place you read it, and you have to have the paper copy, all right? Phil Steele puts out a publication, and Phil Steele has released his top 25 – Preseason top 25 uh, list for the 2020 football season, Clint. Can't wait. Where where would you like to start? Would you like to start start with Georgia's placement on the list? Yep. That's exactly where I want to start. Georgia is at number seven, Clint. 
Okay, Phil. Give me your thoughts. Well, it's it's better than what I thought it was going to be because you said a publication had put out a top 25 and Georgia was on it. So immediately my mind went to 10, 12, something like that. Uh, um, Just to be clear, there is no other respectable publication that you can find anywhere that has Georgia outside the top five. Correct. Zero. Not a single one. Sporting News, 24-7. All of the publications have Georgia usually in the four to five That's right. range. That's there right. is, I would say, more so than most places that I've, most years, there is some pretty wild, um, there is some pretty wild, um, discrepancy. Oh, the range in is the, wide, Daniel. Do you know who CBS Sports currently has as their... Um, that can't be right. CBS Sports. I mean... CBS yeah, Sports. I, I, has I just think I'm looking... Yeah, see... I, I think CBS Sports has LSU number one in their no. preseason top 25. No. Maybe I'm looking at a postseason list, but I don't think I am. You have to be. I have to be, though. You have, I have to, to be. be. Some some places have Ohio State number one. Some places have Alabama number one. Some places have Clemson number one. Um, but but number seven, Phil Steele believes that Georgia is the seventh best team in all of college football. College football news, by the way, has Georgia number four. Um, uh, Sporting News has Georgia at number four. Uh, 24-7 has Georgia at number four. Number four is typically where Georgia falls on a lot of these. By the way, CBS Sports does not have LSU as number one. Uh, They have them at number eight. And just so you're clear, uh, CBS Sports has Georgia at five. At five. Not Again, not a single place you can find us outside the top five. Now, may I draw your attention to number six on Phil Steele's list? It is the aforementioned LSU Tigers. Okay. 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 Real quick. <laughs> By the way, the next things you're about to say about LSU, I, I'm going to – everybody talking about Georgia will use the same exact argument you're about to give why LSU should not be this high. So please, please go ahead. Um, LSU's – the thing that made them good last year – uh-huh. is gone and it's been replaced with something not nearly as good Correct. and by that i mean joe brady and joe burrow okay now let me just preemptively say the thing that made georgia good last year it's ain't gone anywhere still here still there and all it did was get a year older oh and and a year nastier. Oh. Okay? Okay, the thing that made Georgia suck last year is oh, gone. Oh, he gone. They they both gone. Yeah. And we don't have to name names. No, no, no. no. But L, for LSU, it was Joe Brady and Joe Burrow. So And we'll just leave it. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just leave elsewhere. it. We're just going to leave it where it lies. Okay? Um, <laughs> the fact that LSU is ahead of Georgia on this list is... 
That's, ridiculous. That's disrespectful. Clint. That's it's, disrespectful. It's wildly disrespectful. There are two more SEC teams that I want to talk about where they fall on this list. Um, and we're going to do that in the third segment right after this. Two other SEC teams, Daniel. Where are they? I at? can't wait, by the way, to listen back to this recording because there is a fly. And it is like buzzing around my microphone. I swear you're going to be able to hear it on the audio of this recording. Just so the listeners know, Daniel has been absolutely locked in this entire time because it has not stopped him from recording. I'm I'm watching him. We I, do this on – we have a video feed as well for each other. And I'm watching him try to battle this fly and talk at the same time into the microphone. swatting wildly, swatting wildly around me as I try to maintain. All right, Clint. Um, LSU is not the only SEC team ranked ahead of Georgia. Sure. Alabama, Alabama. is ranked yeah. number three. Yeah, that's great. Uh, but there's another one, Clint. Stop. There's, an, there's I'm sorry. another one. Hold, hold on. Let me, let me get this right. Phil still has in the top three two SEC schools, and not one of them is Georgia. And he doesn't have Clemson or Ohio State in the top three. Nope. You misunderstand. Ohio State is one. Clemson is two. Okay. Alabama is three. Oh, I, yeah. Oklahoma is four. Oh, stop. LSU is LSU is six, and Georgia is seven. See, you don't have to put a team in the top three to rank them ahead of Georgia because Georgia is basically not inside the top ten. So, so what you're going to so, tell me is he's got he's got Florida at number uh, ahead of Georgia. Is that what you're telling me? At num at number five, Clint is not Florida. It is it is Jimbo, Texas A and M. Clint, are you ready for the annual Texas A&M hype train to roll on out of the station? Choo, choo, here we come. Texas A&M, Clint. No. They here. They sitting right there at number five. That's, on the list. That can't be pre-season. true. But, but Daniel, it must have been because of all their excellence, excellence last year and their performance in games. Nope. No, it wasn't because of that. Guess again. No, no. It, it must be because it, it must be because they had such wild, incredible returning starters from last year's club coming back. Daniel. Nope. No. Nope. It wasn't because of that either. No. I, I, I'm at a it loss. It must be. Then. It must be because their head coach is the newest version of Gene Chiswick, to uh, the guy who wins a national championship. Thanks to zero point zero percent his doing. That, that P.S. In ten years, what are the odds that um, old boy down in Baton Rouge mm-hmm. is going to be looked at the exact same way that Gene Chizik is looked at? One thousand percent. One national championship. Yeah. One Heisman Trophy winner. One offensive coordinator who did all the work. Correct. Uh, I don't. I mean, the parallels are no. Clint, Texas A&M is ranked number five on this list, but now we get to the Florida Gators, Clint, and they are ranked. Now, just to be clear, people high on Florida this year or <laughs> low on Florida this year? Uh, people that hog high riding is very, very high. People are feeling the Florida Gators this year. Uh, let me just let me just tell you, not your boy Phil Steele. Oh, Phil Steele, not 
buying the Dan Mullen he, hype train he because while it. he has Georgia at seven, he has Georgia Georgia comfortably winning the SEC East with the next closest team behind them being Florida coming in at 13, Clint. Oh. 13. Phil. You know what? Right Phil? above Wisconsin, Clint. Ooh. Ooh. Um, that is the lowest that Florida is ranked in any publication, and it's by at least four spots. There is nowhere else that you can find Florida ranked outside the top 10. Uh, but Phil Steele just said, let's let's go ahead and throw them down at uh, 13. College Football News, for example, has Florida at 7. And Phil Steele has them at 13. 13. Outside the top 10. I like it. Outside the top 10. Uh, he's got Tennessee at 20. Well, but he's got Kentucky at 21, Clint. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Phil. Why? Why, Phil? Phil, I, Phil, this list, Phil, it's a little confusing. I got to ask this, what's happening. This, I don't. It's a pandemic, Clint. And so there's no, you know there's no rhyme or reason to what. You know, honestly, in, in his defense, this this COVID has nobody understanding a dang bit of a dang thing. Just throw things up and see what sticks. You know, just make the most outlandish prediction in the world. Because Phil, who knows? This might be the best case scenario. You might you might win the pool, buddy. Oh, you're gonna have a fighting chance in the pool because you've got answers. Ain't nobody else got. No. One. All right, that's the nobody. I got live cards. Just looking at those. So here's here's my question to you, Clint, to end the show with. Okay. What's the worst thing about Phil Steele's preseason top twenty-five? What's the biggest mistake? I, you know, I I don't know where he has Oregon on this list. My assumption is high. Nine. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's high. Uh, probably not higher than others. I think CBS has Oregon at seven. I think the biggest, yeah. I mean, college uh, sporting news has Oregon at six, yeah, ahead of Oklahoma. Yeah, look, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I don't hate us at six, seven on his list, Daniel. I I don't. I'm not mad against him for that. There are some things that are quite like for a beat writer, a national guy, to be like, hey, transfer quarterback, uh, new offensive coordinator. There's some things that you could you could justify, right? So he can have his reasons. I'm not – I don't hate him for that, Daniel. Oh, you should. No. It, you should. Let me, let, me, let me give you an analogy, Clint. Let's say you're a NASCAR driver, okay, okay and, you, and, you're in, and you're in the race, and you get about 400 laps in, and the engine catches fire. Okay. Wow, here we go. Like we're, t- we're talking about a full-blown fire. But you say – you know what? This race is important to me, and it it slows you down sure. as one does. Okay, when you, you're not when running. Your engine is no longer combusting on the inside, but combusting you, on the outside. Yeah, you ain't rubbing quite as much as you used to be, but you're still racing. All right, um, and you you finish out the race, the last hundred laps. You finish them out with an engine that is engulfed in flames. Okay, okay, 
Okay. And now let's say a week goes by, okay? Mm-hmm. And a and a national writer who doesn't particularly know much about your crew uh-huh. Uh-huh. or your car or what kind of garage you're working with or whatever, he says, you know what? I just can't back Clint's car because between last week and this week, they replaced the whole engine. I don't even I can't get behind a team that puts a brand new engine in a car leading up to it. Well, the engine was on fire. Well, Daniel, but the, like but, that, but who put the engine in there? You your your crew, you have, your garage. That's who put the you engine have in there. to replace I know the you have thing to. that's on fire. Look, I I don't I don't hate it because keep sleeping on us. James Coley was on fire, Clint. It's not and not in the NBA jams kind not, of way. Not in the NBA Jam way. No. Okay. Mm-mm. No. Uh, no. It's it's bad, Daniel. Uh, I I get why he did it. I, I'm you know clearly you and I are on record of saying rankings that don't matter shouldn't matter to you. That is correct. They so. should not. Um. Uh, all right. I'm gonna read you the top ten, and as we go, I'm gonna let you give me. Because we're not going to get to make real bets on college football this year. I'm going to let you give me this. Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, LSU, Georgia, Notre Dame, Oregon, Penn State. I'm I'm going to throw Texas A&M out. Yeah, they're done. And Texas A&M will finish outside the top 25. Period. Guaranteed. What is the second most likely team to finish outside the top 25? In the final rankings of the season. Notre Dame. Mm, I haven't looked at Notre Dame's schedule this year. That doesn't matter. I, Notre Dame. I would say it's L- uh, I would say it's LSU. Yep. That's that'd be my second. I would second. say it's LSU. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, that does it for this um uh, this week's shows. We um uh, will see you guys uh, next time. Uh, until then, leave us a rating, leave us a review, subscribe to the podcast, uh, do all those things. You can email us, LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com or Twitter at Dogs Podcast. And we will see you guys next time. See you.